everyone, and welcome to Anime Chat. It's the show with hot questions and even hotter wings. Oh, wait, no, that that's hot ones. Sorry. Welcome to Anime Chat with your host, Sophia. That's me. It's the show where I bring on a guest every week to talk about an anime I've assigned them to watch. And this week, the anime is Punchline. Guys, when I tell you that when I first came up with the idea for this show, this was the very first show I wanted to talk about. And we're finally here, episode six. We finally get to talk about it. I am so stoked. Normally, this is where I would give you guys a little bit of a summary of what Punchline is, but because Punchline is bonkers batshit insane, I can't really do that. So instead, what I'm going to be doing is I am going to give you a Stefan from Weekend Update style of <laughs> what punchline includes. So here we go. This anime has everything. Alcoholic ghost cats watching porn, turtles biting dicks, a superhero lady whose weapon is a giant bendy straw, people getting slapped in the face with a giant fish, pigeon head cheer dancing, asteroids destroying the earth, ghost dudes who destroy the world if they see ladies' panties, and small children being possessed and sending faxes. This sounds like your sort of thing. You're in luck. If it's not, I'm so sorry, but you're wrong because it's a really, really good show. <laughs> but before we can talk about it and before I can bring on my very special guest, we got to take a super quick commercial break, but I'll see you right after. I promise. Bye. Welcome back. Today we are here to talk about Punchline. And how can I talk about such a donks show without bringing on the most donks member of Nerdy Northerners? She is a newer member here, but you will see her all over the place. She streams every Sunday in the afternoon. She has an amazing infectious personality that you can catch in our Discord. And her son is kind of really into my fashion, which is an ego boost. Everyone, please welcome Kyla! Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> I'm so excited. Yay! Yeah, I'm excited too. All right, as is the tradition, we drink sake because it's Japanese and I like it. And there's no other reasons. We don't need to do any other reasons. I'm excited to try this, you guys. Yeah. Also, I got so hyped about Punchline that I completely forgot to tell everyone. I have officially hit 500 movies and TV shows that I've watched, <gasps> anime-wise. Yes, it's an accomplishment. No, it's not a waste of time. <laughs> Yeah, but let's cheers to that. So a three, two, one, come by. Three, two, one, come by. <laughs> oh, I was not expecting that. Yeah, it's really light, right? Yeah, it's like water with a wine taste. <laughs> yeah, it's like that episode of Arrested Development where she tries to cook a ham and she just puts it in water and he's yes. like, it's like hot ham water. And it's like it's it tastes so watery with the smack of ham. <laughs> That's exactly that. Welcome to my version of hot ham water. It is sake and it's delicious. It is. Honestly, it's why I like sake so much because it's not like a punch you in the face type of alcohol. Yeah. It's like a, I'm going to sit here and vibe for a little bit. Yes. (laughs) Yes. It like doesn't take away from what's happening at all. No, it's fantastic. Yeah. So welcome to the show. I'm very excited to have you. Why don't you tell everyone at home what your experience with the anime is? Because you're a little bit more experienced than some of my other guests that I've brought on. So, um... At my house, we watch a lot of anime as well. We watch a lot of mainstream, but my favorite of all time will always be Gintama. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Respect for Gintama. That's a slog. Like, you have to get through a lot of episodes Oh, of you do. And none of it, again, this is why I think watching Punchline helped, because it's based loosely on the same fact that nothing is relevant in the time that yeah. it happens. Yeah. 
Nothing yeah. makes sense. Everything is weird. You're just like, I'm along for this wacky adventure. Just yeah. strap in. Just hope that That's everything why. goes well. But it's so good that you can't look away as well. Like, even if you try to look away, you just have so many questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited to have you here for Punchline. Um, once again, I tried to explain Punchline, and I couldn't do a proper summary. But basically, there's this bus jacking that goes wrong, and then all of a sudden... Our main guy is dead, but he's a ghost. And then there's this alcoholic ghost cat that's like, I'm going to tell you what's happening because that's the, that, them's the breaks, kids. Let me guide you. Yeah. And also, if you look at women's underwear, you will end the world. <laughs> relatable. Relatable content. I think it's super relatable at that point. Everything falls to pieces once you see the panties. And it's honestly, and this is why it's such a hard anime to get people to watch. I've tried so many times, but everyone's just like, oh, this is... This is just, like, gross anime stuff. Because, you know, yes. whenever you tell people you watch anime, they assume this is exactly what you're watching. This you're, is exactly. You're watching, like, a show that's, like, 90% panty upshots and, like, boob grabs and all that sort of thing. Just inexplainable options to have, like, that vulgar side of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I've fallen on top of the girl and my eyes are closed, but what is this soft <laughs> thing that I'm feeling? I better squeeze it to make sure. <laughs> Open my eyes. It's her boobs, and the girl Super just goes. Surprise, still squeeze. I know you just see like the kettle noise in her head, like, and then bam, punched. That's exactly, and that's a great way to explain what happens. Yeah, <laughs> that actually did happen in this show. Yeah. But it's a super common trope that happens in a lot of anime. It's yeah. just like guy is incapable of dealing with women, falls on top of a girl, sexually assaults her, and then she gets mad. <laughs> but this anime is just so much more than that. It's so much what more is? than this panties setup that uh, I, I just, I really wish people would look past that. At first, when you watch it, it seems like that. But once you keep going, there is so much more depth to it and mm-hmm. understanding. And like, there are even some lessons in there that it teaches There's you. There's absolutely lessons. And I want to get into a little bit about how the anime is formatted without spoiling too much. Because honestly, it's going to be really hard to talk about this without spoiling a million oh my things. Goodness. There are so many like bomb drops in this show that you're like, oh my god and then like as soon as you're recovering from one there's another one that goes off right over here and you're like oh my god and then like everything starts slowly making sense yep but one of the reasons this show is the way it is is because and this is not something that commonly happens in anime so the guy that uh did this anime he uh, this is studio mappa that did okay. this anime studio mappa the guy that did this used to belong to studio madhouse madhouse very famous oh. anime studio but he went off to MAPPA because he was like, I feel like I don't, I'm not getting my creative freedom here okay. at Madhouse. So he formed MAPPA. Literally, like, his name is in it. And this was one of the first ones they did. Not the very first. This is one of the first ones they did. And their sort of motto was, we want to make the anime that other people won't. We want, we want people to take chances. Oh. We want to do things that excite us. Yes. So they're not, they don't want to just do, like... The, the newest standardized like, etchy demon anime you yeah. know where it's like kid goes to high school there's a demon girl she has big boobs he likes her she's a tsundere what's gonna happen <laughs> so he was like alright let's do we'll do this one and the reason this came into play is because the person that wanted to do this anime, not the main guy, the main no. guy had to be talked into it, yeah. but the one that wanted to do it reached out to a famous video game designer. Ooh. Someone who writes scripts for video games and he was actually, he's really well known for it. And uh, he was like, I want you to write this anime. I think no it would be really cool. And when they came to the main guy, they were like, okay, we want to do this anime. <laughs> 
It's about panties. And the guy's like, you know what? It's probably a lot easier to animate girls if they're just wearing panties. And he was like, boom, stamped. You can do it. (laughs) That's literally what happened. But that is why this anime has such a sort of video game mechanic to it. I was going to bring that up Mm -hmm. because the feel of it is very structured that way. When, When you watch like as the scenes play on. It almost, you can relate to that Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah, and you get all those resets and stuff like that. So that's the reason it is the way it is. And that's why I think that a lot of people don't give it the benefit of the doubt. They're like three episodes in, they're like, this is a stupid anime about some ghost guy looking at girls' panties. (laughs) But it's just, it's not. No. It's not. No. We need the setup of that so that you can get to the main meat of the story, which is actually like really intense. He needs to save the world. <laughs> and I love that there's an, also an explanation for the fact of the panties. Yes. Because in the beginning, it just looks like they're throwing panties in there. Exactly. But as you continue on, you're like, there's a purpose to the panties. There's a purpose to the panties. Guys, get it on a t-shirt. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> there's a purpose there, to the panties. Uh, that's my new religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, it's so cool the way they do that. And the fact that... Like, not only... Because normally when you see stuff like this in shows, it's called fan service. Yeah. You see a girl and, like, a breeze blows up her skirt. You see a little bit of her panties. Fan service. If they go to, like, the beach or an onsen when it's, like, normally... Like, they don't go to places like that. That's so that the creator can put them in bikinis and have them naked. And it's, like... There's a lot of animes that I have found that do that. There's yeah. random beach scenes. And yeah. it's, like, there was no beach close by. What no. happened? <laughs> no, because fan service sells. Yes. That's what people want. So you think at the beginning this is just going to be a fan service yeah, anime. Yeah, like but, super fan. Yeah, but it's it's almost like it's a sneaky way. Like they're oh. like, we're going to try to get you at the fan service and then lure you in with a really interesting storyline. Yep. And I just, I And I just love, when I you think you've grasped it, they just, like you said, they leave this bomb in it and you're like, wait a minute. Like you're just left blown away. Yeah. Like pacing, asking questions, wondering why, what's going to happen, what is the purpose of this, like. Absolutely. And for everyone back home, because life gets in the way sometimes, she wasn't able to finish the whole show, and that's totally fine. That's how the world works. But because of that, it actually is a bit like interesting, because now you guys can message her after and be like, did you end up getting to see the end? Because the end is bonkers. And we wouldn't be able to talk about it on the show anyway, because it's a huge, 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 huge spoiler. Uh, but the, the parts that you've seen up to, you've actually seen a good chunk of it. Yeah. And it's still confusing as all heck, it isn't it? It still is. <laughs> like, I'm on the eighth episode right now, guys, and I still have so many questions. And I promise most of them get answered. Yeah. I'm finding some of them are now. And the one thing I have a question for is the turtle. The poor turtle. You know what? So there is a turtle in the show, and I did mention earlier that he bites someone in the dick, which he does. Great. Love him. But I will say that um, that never really does get addressed, but what is sort of maybe plot relevant is that, so our our girl, our idol girl, Mikatan, right? She is scared of turtles. Yes. But then we have our bad guys, the Kume group, and their, their symbol is a turtle. Yes. So that could be like a sort of... Whoa, right like a there. play on to yeah. each other. That's like, she's, and uh, no spoilers. No spoilers. Severe there. No spoilers. But I do want to talk about her for a second. Because yes. she is our superhero. We see her in the very first episode. Her name is Strange Juice. She's fighting crime. Um, My favorite thing. Okay, first of all, Magical Girl anime. Everyone knows Magical Girl anime, even if you don't know anime. Just because... Like, of course you do. You've heard of Sailor Moon. Yep. Who hasn't? Yep. The whole thing with Magical Girl anime, they get powers, they fight evil. 
right? And then maybe there's like a cool transformation scene. Cool transformation. What I love about this show is we think, oh, she's one of those magic superheroes. And then we get this whole like setup for her to have like this cool transformation sequence. <laughs> oh, that was so good. And then all of a sudden the show cuts and it just reveals her putting on clothes like normal. <laughs> it is the best thing ever. The build up to that moment made it that much funnier yeah, when there was, was no actual. They really went for it with like the camera angles and the music. They're like, we're like, oh, she's going to transform. She's going to transform. She literally opens up a light at the top of her room and clothes fall out. She's like, I'm going to put these on. Yes. It's so good. The So... I also really wanted to go over because this is more stuff that you need to understand Japanese to get a... This show's called Punchline, guys. There's a lot of punchlines. There's a lot of puns. Oh, yeah. But the cool thing is, in Japanese, like, punchline, they it, the title is in English. Punchline. Punchiline. Yeah. Punchline isn't a word in Japanese, right? Yeah. So that's not what the joke is in the title. Oh. Yeah, here we go. You want to know what the joke is in the yes. title? Okay, so when you pronounce punchline in Japanese, it, it you pronounce it and it goes, um, it sounds uh, panchirain, yeah. right? Panchira is the verb for when you get a sneak at someone's panties. <gasps> oh my god, that is so, what? See what I'm talking about, you guys? Just when you think it's going to zig, it zags. It zags. It <gasps> zags into panty territory. So there's a whole bunch of this stuff. I did a little bit of research. We have all our main characters, right? Yes. Every one of their names has a pun in it. I had no idea. Yeah. So we let's start with our main character, Yuta, right? Yeah. So his real his full name is Iridatsu Yuta. If you put that so if I go Yuta Iridatsu, yeah. you can pronounce that as Yuta Iridatsu. Yuta means ethereal body and Ridatsu means withdrawal. So they're talking about oh how his my spirit God. gets withdrawn. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. so impressive. Okay, then we go to our our little. Uh, I don't want to spoil her. She she makes things. Okay, she's she's a she's, science, science she's a creator. She's a creator. Okay, but her name is Dai Hatsumeka, right? Dai means great, and then Hatsumeka is inventor. So her name just means great inventor. What? This is amazing. Yeah, like because when you when you watch it, you wouldn't even think of any of that until you like delved in, like stuff like like you're doing right now you would have never known well the north american audience would the japanese would probably be they like, would be like we got, ah, this, we we got, got you we got you yeah. but for us it's a whole new territory that's what's really cool and what's i think is so cool about like i was just watching a video on the art of translating for anime and it's so much more complicated than i gave it credit for because yeah. not only do you have to translate it but you can't just translate it word for word you have to get the feeling of it and a lot of the times that means like, how do I localize this joke that's clearly this Japanese thing? And how am I going to make it make sense? And how am I going to do it in just so few little characters here yeah. at the bottom of the screen? It's so cool. I, I recommend looking up stuff like that because those videos are insane. Um, we'll go on to our third person. So uh, Hikitani Ito, who is the, our gamer girl, right? Mm -hmm. And if you say that fast, <laughs> you're going to get three words. Right? Yes. So we have Hiki first. And that's from Hikikomori, which is a person that stays in their room. So it has a bit of an yeah, agoraphobia. Yeah. And I've talked about that on the No Game No Life episode. And then we have uh, Ota, which is just short for otaku. Yeah. And then we have Mito, 
which is a neat, not employed in education or training. <gasps> because she's a recluse in mm-hmm. education. So her whole name Aww. is just everything she is. It literally is the explanation of that person. It's the it, total explanation of her character. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was really cool. Now we go on to the lady that we have... We both think has questionable clothing choices. Oh my goodness, yes. Her name in the show is Rabuda, but her full name is Chichibu Rabuda. But if you pronounce it Chichibudabara, Chichi is one way to say boobs. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's plenty of that. But then Budabura, I thought this was really cool, is the Japanese word to walk aimlessly. So that gives you a sort of impression how she doesn't really know what she's doing with no, her life. No, she never does. She's like the, the people that you would see, like, I wouldn't say like the Avon lady, but like very much so. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, she definitely, because like her whole family is these like psychics and like yes. she doesn't have the powers that her family does. So that must be really hard. I really like her. I, I love her character. Like her herself, like in herself, when you see her, you just like have this understanding for her that she just captivates you immediately absolutely yes i don't know what i'm doing either (laughs) exactly i don't either (laughs) i get that i can so relate to that i think that's maybe that's why i like her her trials and tribulations like she gets to the one point where she just sits in her house and like doesn't clean it and just like binge drinks basically and you're like i know those days and like even though she still like communicates with other people I love it. And then she'll get that, like, inspirational moment of, like, I know my calling. Yeah. Like, it's just great. It's fantastic. And, like, especially when we have that moment with her and uh, the the inventor girl. And the inventor <laughs> girl comes in just to teach her this thing that she was, was like, in, she was watching an infomercial on TV. And they were talking about cheermancy. <laughs> and then she was like, I came in and I wanted to show you this thing. But because of how Japanese works... Cheermancy, the way that they they did it in Japanese, it sounds the same as necromancy. Necromancy. So when she says cheermancy, she hears necromancy, and she's like, I can use this to channel spirits of the dead. So, <laughs> so then we get this amazing dance with a pigeon mask on. Oh you my guys. goodness. If you ever, just for that moment, like even the lyrics in itself, the way that Japanese language goes when they sing, yeah. it's like none of it has to rhyme or make sense. No. It just sounds beautiful when they do it. No, And, and then they we... break it down in the lyrics and you're like, wait a minute. Well, what's great about that song is pretty much every word in that song is just borrowed from English. Yeah. Because I think they're just saying general, liberal, something, spiral. Yes. <laughs> and then and then it saoide means let's go. So they're just like random English word, random English word, random English no. word, random English word. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's do it. Which is, yeah, I'm into that. All right. Now we have our favorite alcoholic ghost cat. Oh, yes. Chiranosuke. Whose name is very rarely dropped in the whole entire They life. don't talk about it a lot. No. 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 Like, if you don't catch it in the beginning, you will not know the name. And this is why I refer to it as the drunken cat. Yeah. Because of how infrequent they name this character. With oh, the absolutely. others, they are constantly calling out each mm-hmm. other's names. And then the cat just comes. Yeah. And it's like no introductory with it. Like it's Yeah, he's like our he's like our sensei yes. of the show. Like he's yeah. the one that's telling you to what's up. He is he's basically like he's the Navi of the game, like from Zelda. Yes. Like that pops up and is like Hey, listen! And I was like, like this is information you need to have, right? And he's very much like that when he pops up, yeah. too. Like, he literally pops up like that. Like, hey! Like, and that's why I think you can tell that this was written by someone that writes, like, video game scripts. Because it's so that. It's like, this In is that my moment exposition. Too. But it, it's not exposition in a way that I, as an audience member, was like, ugh. 
exposition. It was more like fun. It was like, okay, yeah, you're telling him what's up. When he pops up, honestly, my first reaction is, hey, man, what are you doing here? (laughs) What are you doing here? So every time someone says, what are you doing here? I think of that moment in Bojack Horseman where he like can't say the line. There's a, there's a whole oh. episode of Bojack Horseman where he has an entire episode where he can't say that line right. Um, so we have him and his name's Chiranosuke, but Chira means to glimpse or peek and Sukebe, which translates to lecher. Oh my goodness. So he's basically Literally a lecher who Lecturer peeks. of the peak. Yeah, Peter. which is fair because one of the first times we see him, he is watching some weird cat porn on oh the Japanese goodness. version of YouTube. <laughs> that is uh, that is one of the most. If you're not, you're never prepared for that moment. You're no. honestly never prepared. No. And when you see it, you can't help but burst out laughing yeah. because you imagine that if a spirit were to embody a animal such as that, that would be the representation right there. Absolutely, of their daily like private life. Yeah, just floating around drinking sake, watching porn. Like. <laughs> Hello, the dream. Hello, the dream. Peaceful future. Yeah, we have cat ears. Like, am, am I chewing I just need to die. I'm basically halfway there. So then we finally have Narugino Mikatan. That is our idol girl. That is Strange Juice. She is uh she's one of our one of our main characters. Yes, she is. This is really cool. Because this is a hundred percent play on words. Yes. So what happens here is um because Naru can also have the reading of Sei. Uh huh. That can also be read as Seigi no Mikata, which is ally of justice. Oh my goodness, which is literally basically the word she once shouts yeah. during. And it's also the name. So that's that what is you- that's what you mean by like punny mm-hmm. in that? Wow, that is so creative. Yeah. That is something that I don't see happen in other animes. Is like being able to yell out that because in one point she does basically say that exact line mm-hmm. and then her name is exactly that. Yeah. Like that is funny. And they have in it when she says it, it sounds like no correlation. But now that you bring it up, it makes perfect sense now. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. I, they really, like, honestly, I'm so mad this show didn't get the attention it deserved because there's so much love put into this. And you yes. can tell. Yeah. Because there's just so many, like, intricate little details that they didn't have to have. They didn't. They didn't have to explain half the stuff that they did. But when they put it in, you just appreciate it so much more. I just, I when I read this, I knew some of this stuff. But, like, when I read all of the meanings of their names, I was like... Gosh damn. Yeah, like, thank you for doing that. Thank because you. it just makes it that much more different than others. And you know that they put that time in that, that they had the, like, passion to do that. Absolutely. Is, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, so that's why I like shows like this that are just, like, the oddballs. Like, they're the they're the kids on the playground that people aren't playing with, but they're sort of doing their own thing. Yes. That's how I feel like this they're show is. They're that group that everyone looks over and they're all trying to airbend. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing Pokemon on the playground. Yeah. I was like, and you kid. know that when they grow up to think about that, that they make those creations for us to enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away by this anime. And like the fact that they go from like this sort of like cutesy, like, oh, guy gets boner when he guy sees Guy gets panties. boner when he sees pants. And also the world ends. But, then, but then we actually get like a whole storyline and we get it, like. Honestly, there's a, it, there's even now, so much. eighth episode in. Like it, it. You have so much more. At first, yeah, it's a little bit weird, and yeah. some of the panties that he sees is a little questionable. Yes, on the on the the yes. norms. Yeah, but yeah. again, yeah. you have to think about the way that that society over there with 
with lovely boobies and things mm -hmm. are monetarized and then it, the freedom that they can have when they create things like this yeah it's only natural that they would put that in there for that because that's the freedom that's all that they it's also like when this studio like it's it was like kind of like a little bit of a boys club when this studio started which like most anime honestly is yeah. there's not a lot of women that are in the business yes. of creating anime at least at the top yeah but like these guys just wanted to make, like, a fun show about panties and then, like, just subvert everything. Everything. And just... <laughs> it is pretty incredible that the basis of the show is just panties. Yeah. But, like... That's how they sold it. That's how they sold it. They were like, listen, panties, panties. guy sees panties, guy this sees is panties. it. Yeah. And they were like, sold, stamp it, make it. I know. And, like, in any other show, if you're, like, if I tell you this anime, this guy sees panties and the world ends, you're like, what kind of bullshit power does right? he have? But that it would makes be the worst, sense but in it this does. one. It does. It, it makes so much sense. You put A and B together and it's like science. <laughs> it all makes so much sense. I wanted to know, was there any like Japanese things in this show that you were sort of like confused by or I think we talked about a kotatsu at one point. Yes. Time. Okay. I am confused by that. Yes, that's totally fine. So in Japan, you know how they like they like those low tables, right? Yes. That's that's how they do things. Well, in the wintertime, it gets frigging cold over there. So what they do is they have this thing called a kotatsu, which is this big table, and then there's like a sort of blanket thing around it, and then there's a heater underneath it. And oh. what you do in the winter is everyone in the family gathers around the kotatsu, and they just sit there and they huddle there for warmth, and it's sort of like a very social thing. So the fact that the person that is the least social in the group has the kotatsu. I thought it was yes. really interesting. Because I often wonder that. You see them all in their own little, I call them their own little nooks, mm -hmm. their own little universes. And then when it hits to like around Christmas time, yeah. you start seeing them like socialize yeah. together. Where like before they had the hugest problem socializing mm -hmm. with each other. It was it was really relatable though. The way that they were just socially awkward with each other, you know, stumbling and not being able to pass the right book. And then like later on that becomes something. That becomes like, a thing yeah. too. I really do like that the relationships between the main cast are just they're so good. Yeah. And they're so real too. They are, for roommates especially. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not like, you're my best friend in the whole wide world, blah, no. blah, blah. They're like, hey, like. They even have, like, the non, like, non-relative fights that they have. Yeah. Like, they're bickering with, like, hey, you took that. You're wearing my sweater kind of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> and you, like, just appreciate it so much because it is so relatable. But then they get the opposite of where, like, so, like, uh, route, like, I call her fake psychic lady. We're going to go with fake psychic lady. Fake psychic if, lady. If I keep calling, if I keep trying to do that, Buddha, it's, it's, it's going to, I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> so she gets a date with a guy. First of all, she thinks he's an alien, which, what? And she's okay with that? I'm like, okay. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll suspend this we'll, belief here. We'll throw it. We'll, 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 we'll deal with it. And then she, uh, she, she, her friends ask her a bunch of questions that she doesn't think are are gonna be like applicable. relevant but it's also not her that's answering the question yes and i think that's the best that they don't even notice that it's not she's not feeling quite herself no she's not feeling quite herself in that moment and they're asking all these questions and like she's giving them these really weird answers and they're like yeah no this makes sense so they're like what's your what's your favorite snack and she's like oh turtle food <laughs> oh my goodness and later on like she it's just funny how like, it plays on that you, you think it's just not going to come up. Mm -hmm. And then, like, here's a plate of turtle food. Yeah. And you're just like, wait a minute. 
Yeah, I love it. I do. One of the things I really like about this show is that there's very few things that they drop in the show that aren't going to be useful later yes. on. Yes. It's it's very much like you think, okay, this is a small, insignificant thing. But then you get yeah. the reward later down the line because you're like, oh, it's that, that, that thing. That thing was a thing. Right. Thing. That's how I feel even now, like, watching it. Because I haven't finished it, you guys. But next episode on, as you get into the later ones... It really is, an, I call it the aha moments, mm-hmm. where you just click in and you're just like, wait a minute, now it, I get it. But you're glad that you kept watching through because that then you get that reward. Well, because it's it's basically, it's set up in the style of like a mystery game. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why I like it so much, because I love a good mystery. And there's not enough good mystery anime out there, you guys, there really isn't. And that's why I really like this, is because you, you try to play detective yourself. You're like, all right. I've gotten some yes. information here. I wonder if this is going to be useful. I wonder if this is going to be relevant. I wonder if this is going to like be a game changer in the future. Yeah. And that's what I, I love shows that make me do that. And I think it's really interesting because one of the things I've noticed about this and that I haven't seen in other anime is it's a very much choose your own adventure moment. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I haven't seen interpreted a lot in anything to do with like anime and even in somewhat, even in the gaming world, Mm -hmm. is like, here's a TV show that literally makes you feel like it's a, you could take this path or you could take this path. Absolutely. The way that they've structured it, you do feel like you're sort of Utah in a way. And you're like, oh my God, what decision should I make here? And then when he makes the wrong one, you're like, oh, I made the wrong decision. Yes, that's very much how it feels. I, I never articulated it that way before, but like, yeah, the show does a really good job of making you feel like you're almost like in control of in Utah. In control of Utah. Yeah. And yeah. It's so good. And yeah. then and then when you find out, like, okay, like we remember that there was this thing that happened and he needs to stop that thing from happening. And then we're like, oh no, no, but how are we gonna stop that thing from happening? Yes. Ah, oh, it's just it's all so good. Mad appreciation for it. I, I just I love the show so much. Yeah. So who is your favorite character? So to be honest, out of them all, I have to say Drunken Kitty. Just just because like the way that Respect. the personality that this cat has personality. the personality <laughs> is just you just you can't help but love it. Yeah. Like you can't. And it's just really funny because every time it cuts to the cat, he is doing something else that I would refer to as mad donks. Yeah. Like it is. I like the cat because the cat, like, he's clearly First of all, like, we're not going to spoil things, but this cat has, has gone through a book. Oh, gone okay? through. This cat's gone through a lot. But he's never, he's never bitter. No. He's just sort of, he's more like, you know, like, I'm not mad, I'm just disappointed. <laughs> it is. It's like, I'm, you know, it's very parental scolding yes. when he does it. It's a very parental relationship in a way. Yeah. He's like, you did something stupid. It's okay. You're going to learn from it. Yeah. And he's like, one way or another. Seriously, one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you died again. What did you learn this time? <laughs> Let's review. Let's review. And that's where it comes into where it was like you said in Zelda, where he pops up and is like, hey, just a reminder that you already made that mistake. Mm-hmm. And here's what happened. It's like a little recap. And then you're like, oh... Yeah, I'll thank God for those recaps sometimes. Oh my goodness. There's like certain episodes are such an information dump sometimes that I'm here taking notes and being like, I've seen this. I've seen this multiple times. I still need to go back and be like, what? Yes. What? You need to fact check (laughs) yourself. Nani, the hell is going on? Right? Yes. (laughs) So that's really good. I don't, I, for me, I love Chirinosuke, uh, but I think I really, I just, I think Yuta is a really well done protagonist. Yuta, like, I just am so, and like you said, even 
it's very relevant to like LGBTQ that's mm-hmm. happening in the world today. Yeah. The way that they've done it just beautifully explains it. Like you said, it yeah. just does. It made so much sense. Yeah. I just, I find him to be such like an empathetic and compassionate main character. Cause usually when we get like these guys in anime that are like, oh, girls panties, blah, blah, blah. They're just sort of like bumbling idiots, you know? And it's like, oh, he's never had a girlfriend. He's socially awkward, blah, blah, blah. But Yuta, even though he has his socially awkward moments, like, there's so much heart there. Yeah. And, like, he cares so much for he, everyone in the corner. It's so beyond house. panties. It's yeah. so beyond panties. Guys, this show is way beyond panties. Like, it may, it may be about panties. Yeah. But it is beyond the panties. It is, it is the metaphorical panties of the heart. It is. <laughs> it is the metaphorical panties of the heart. Oh, those, the, the panties. <laughs> I just I really enjoy him as a character and yeah. there's there's episodes that you haven't seen yet but I find the way that he reacts to certain situations incredibly human and we don't get that a lot in anime no. we either get like guy raging or like just like guy like running in doing stupid shit and you're like why would you why would you do that even in like say behind us my hero academia is a good representation mm-hmm. Where where we have like Deku and yeah. he's like lost and and still has that you know he's in love with I forget the oh Ocha Ochako she's like the Gravity Girl yes right? and even they have that moment where it's like she wears a scantly outfit and he's like oh boobs and all yeah. that but it's still so different from Yuta in the way that he yeah feels about like seeing things like that because he still has so much respect for it it's not like oh yeah like he is just like ah. Like in every moment that you have it, and then unfortunately, his outcome comes. His outcome, yeah. His outcome, even though he tries, he does try. Even in the very first episode, where like we don't know what's going on, but he's in this bus jacking, and things are going strange, and this girl with a giant straw is trying to whip some bad guys into shape. And it's not even his his time or his responsibility to do what he does. No, and he still automatically does it. He's just like he is. I know that Mikotan is our Sagi. No Mikata, like our hero of justice, but I think he, more than anyone in the show, anyone. is our hero of justice. Yeah, and I can't wait for you to see the last episode because you will. It'll all make sense. I know that there's a relativity cry. to it. <laughs> yeah, you will cry because it's just like it's so refreshing to see a protagonist that like you look at them and you're like, yeah, that's what I would do in this situation. Yes, like something bad happens and instead of just being like, well, I'm an anime hero, and I just be like, I'm gonna be sad about this. Yes, I I like that. Yeah. Because we need more of We that. need more more reality, <coughs> relativity. Like, we need more that we can relate to. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I honestly, like, I, I can't recommend the show enough. Yeah. I don't know how to At recommend first, the I show was more. Really, I was really, like, but now, you guys, if you have the time to and, like, you want to know more, even just a great appreciation for creation of things, mm-hmm. this is one of them. Absolutely. And, like, the way they used color in this show, yeah. everything is so bright and vibrant. And, like, obviously... I think it's the first time I've seen Neon yes. being representative. Neon is really cool neon. in this show. And you can tell they have a lot of, like, Dragon Ball inspiration. Yeah. Because, like, bam, hair yes, goes the up hair, with the power bam. and stuff like that. But, like... We're used to that in anime because, of course, Japanese is such, like, a homogenized society that, like, they all want to look the same. Yeah. So if you do a Japanese show and you try to make everyone's hair color realistic, you're going to have a hard time telling hard characters apart. Differentiating. So obviously we're going to have, like, even in this show, we have green hair, we have pink hair, we have brown, black, blonde, uh, at one point we have white, like, 
we have the whole spectrum of hair colors, but the way that they do it and they're like, we want to show power, but we want to show power in a cool way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's also one character that we haven't talked about, and it's the bear. Ah, Muhi. Yeah. Muhi, Muhi-chan. Muhi-chan. Yeah. That is something that I haven't discovered yet, is to why the bear? Why the bear? And I will eventually know, and you guys should probably ask me that question in a little in a little while, a little while, is why the bear? There is a reason for the bear. The bear is important. I promise. The bear, it all connects. But actually, there's a little pun in his name, too. Because the, the way his name is spelled, it's spelled in katakana, which is usually used to spell things that are not in uh, Japanese language. Okay. So in this case, muhi is just sort of like the noise that a, a bear might make or something like oh. that. Sort of an onomatopoeia. But for the kanji of bear, you can find those two katakana within that kanji. Oh. I like the fact that his bibs and stuff have punnies on them yeah. too. Like like his like I am bear and like there's another one that's like be the bear. Yeah. And then there's like his bib is constantly changing and if you guys pay attention to it, it tells its own little story of like his there's, owner. There's also that moment where like she's trying to hide the fact that she has a bear and she's just like they're like, What's going on? And she's like, Nothing, I'm just eating this raw fish by myself and uh, oh the scratches on that wall. No, that's just me. I scratch my back all the time. Oh no, I'm growing spines. Okay. <laughs> they're like, Why is your hairbrush full of brown hair? And she's like, Oh no, that's just uh <laughs> I I love when a character gets sort of flustered like that and they sort of like make all these excuses. Yeah. And you're like, as the as the watcher, you're like, what in the world is she trying to hide? It just literally looks like a character flailing for like exasperation because, and you can tell that she has not slept in a yeah. while, and that's that recluse part of it. Is everyone thinks she's becoming so recluse that mm -hmm. she's breaking her sanity? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honestly, guys, punchline. You need to watch punchline. Punchline. Yeah, I, can you believe that that whole thing punchline is just peeking at panties? It's just peeking at panties. I mean, <laughs> I thought there was gonna be like a relative like description of like like punchline like, but it's punchline. Panchidine. No, it's the panties. Yeah, it's just because when they say it in Japanese, it sounds like panchida, which is exactly that. God bless the Japanese for having a, a specific word for peeking at panties. Peeking at panties. We don't have that. No. We need that. So we have someone a... make up a word right now. Someone... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, someone watching the show, make up a word, an English word for what it is to peek at panties. And comment it below. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be really cool. Honestly, though, like I can't wait for you to finish it. Yeah. Because the emotional payoff of this is not something you expect from a show about panties. Yes. And it's good. I can't wait for that moment. It's good. You're going to be hearing it from me. You're all going to be hearing it from me when I finally reach the end of this. <laughs> it's it's going to be a really good moment for sure. Um, we like There's definitely a lot of closure. There are people that say like, okay, not everything was addressed. And like, the thing is like whenever... Cause when I watch anime, I go to the discussions yeah. and I, I like see what people are saying. And like the thing is, no one's ever happy. Yeah. No one's ever happy. So the fact that I think this anime makes me so happy, it's like for me, this is my Scott Pilgrim of anime. Ah. When I watched Scott Pilgrim, I was like, oh, someone made a movie for me. Because it felt like everything fell into what that I liked. Yeah. And then I watched this, I was like, this is mine. This is it. This is me. Yeah. This is me personified as an anime of like. Cause and I felt insane. like that too. Like there's a very much ADHD aspect Absolutely. to the build of it. 
And I think I appreciate that so much because if there was ever anything anime-wise that represented having ADHD, yeah. it would be this show. Absolutely. You're like, what's going on? Why is, why is even, he getting slapped in the face with a fish? Even like, the <laughs> ending where it's like, what, why are they talking about someone being pregnant? Like, yeah. why, where did this come happen? No, and then I, they just never bring it up again. No, no, no. They just, it's just, it's how it is. It's punchline. It's how we do the show. Yeah. So everyone out there, please watch Punchline. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Before we go today, we're going to have a really fun Sophia Sensei corner where I'm going to teach Kyla a brand new word in Japanese Yay. and an example sentence. But first, a commercial break. So we'll be right back, okay? Promise. Welcome back, guys. It's Sophia Sensei corner. Oh, genki desu ka? Hi, hi, minasan. Shisakini. Shisakani. Okay. Be quiet. <laughs> We're going to learn a brand new word of kanji. As always, it is relevant to the show that we have discussed today. And we'll see if our guest gets it right. And if they don't, I'm going to slap them with a ruler. No, I won't. I won't. We don't condone domestic violence on this channel. <laughs> I will look at her disapprovingly. <laughs> there so, will be tisk tisks. There will be some tisk tisks. So let's start with our first part of the word, which is our first kanji right here. Okay. And it is pronounced me and this means not yet not me. yet me okay hold on to that second part this is pronounced guy guy if you guys think i'm saying are weird it's because in japanese r is pronounced weird <laughs> that's just how it is it's die okay it's not rai it's die okay? okay and this means come not the come you guys are thinking of, you dirty, dirty birds. This is just like... Put that punch a line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have not yet and come, and together they make mirai. Mirai. So not yet, come. Mirai. Oh. So not what do you think this is? Not happened yet. Ooh. So not come. It would be something like not here, not happened. You're you're so close. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. It's one word. It's it's a it's a concept. So it's like future? Oh my god, I got it! Our very first guest gets it! Yes! This is so exciting! Yes, need I means future. future. And we talk about it all the time in the show because we want a happy to peace photo me. That's I'm correct. so proud of you right now. Oh my now. goodness. Yes. This is all from tuning into your show. Uh, I'm learning so much. You guys, Sophia Thank Sensei. You <laughs> You're very welcome. Okay, so let's learn an example sentence. So I'm going to say it out loud. Okay. Time sleep dekiru ni. That went terrible. That went sideways real fast. <laughs> guys, let's let's go let's go to the future really quick so we can avoid me doing that. Okay. Time sleep dekiru nara mirai ni ikitai na. Whoa. Yeah, I'll slow it down. Time sleep dekiru nara mirai ni ikitai na. I would have no idea what that would be. If it helps, time sleep means time slip. Time slip into the future? Yeah, pretty much. If I could time travel, I'd want to go to the future. 
It's so beautiful when they say it because it's very much like lyrical. It is. Yeah. And we were talking about that earlier. We just love the way that Japanese sounds just because the way that, because our language is just consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel, but they always have a consonant connected to a vowel for the most part, unless it's mm-hmm. just single vowels or it's the letter N. And because of that, it just, it flows really nicely when you yes. say it out loud. So like when you speak it and you're like, it's almost like you're singing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a beautiful, beautiful language, and I wish more people would be into it. Did you have any questions about the Japanese language? Because last week, Alicia asked me about uh, what the difference was between Chan and San, and I thought I would just open it up if you had any just general Japanese-related questions. I have not learned about the Japanese language enough yet to <laughs> know, but I'm hoping through watching this show that I do have more questions about it. That is totally I know exactly fine. who to ask. Yeah. So that's the most important part. Of but course. Yeah, even now, today, guys, learning these, <laughs> I have one more in my knowledge bank. I'm very proud of you for getting Mirai because this is very fun. This one, it's easy for me to remember because there was a popular anime back in the day called Mirai Nikki, Future Diary, oh. which is not very good, but it was uh, very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> and so whenever I learned this one, I was like, oh, Mirai, Mirai Nikki. Mirai. I got it. I got it. I got the it. Future. Yeah. yeah, if you want a crazy pink haired girl like just go nuts over some dude that has no backbone uh watch that show but <laughs> it's for you it's for it's you, for you. <laughs> but if you want to watch a cooler show next week my guest is going to be evan again yay <gasps> and we're going to be talking about fugo keiji which means millionaire detective and spoiler alert miyana Moro is in it which oh. means of course i'm gonna love it I'm really happy that you guys came out today. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm I'm honored. I'm very honored. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you follow the Nerdy Northerners. Why don't you come check us out on Discord? We're tons of fun. She is always there, I promise. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you can hear me bitching about mornings. It's always a good time. Until next time, stay safe. Enjoy anime. I'll see you next time. Jamatane. <laughs>